0: Fun fact about Claire. Recently, she turned 35. Yay! Yay. And to celebrate, she decided to take her girls away to the coast, to Apollo Bay. And when she got there, she realised she drove to a completely different coastal town and had to drive (laughs) another four hours to get to the right place. So Claire... To celebrate her thirty-fifth birthday, realized she is an idiot. Also, (laughs) her child is a demon because to celebrate getting to the beach, Frida threw Claire's phone into the water.
1: Happy birthday to me! (laughs) (laughs) Farewell to (laughs) W.
0: And welcome to Good as the podcast that will turn your stomach and warm your heart as we reflect on what makes us all tick. I'm Bron, a Melbourne comedian.
1: And I'm Claire, a human rights lawyer, and you are a liar because you ain't in Melbourne at all anymore.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, so okay. Oh yeah, sorry, I had to try and remember it off by heart because I don't have it in front of me. And then I was like, oh yeah, my brain just did that and I was thinking about a million things. I'm Bron, a comedian, full stop.
1: Full stop. And my longtime long-time <laughs> friends, short-time mums and lifetime dickheads. <laughs> Each episode, we look at something in the media as
0: well as something in life that has kicked us in the guts.
1: So, strap yourselves in, monkles, and get ready for good Sheila. <laughs> we <laughs> way to it around. I know. What a way to do the very last episode of this season, Bron. It has been a year, hasn't it? We've now recorded very many episodes very very many
0: Mm, we have and it's been a huge break between the last one and this one and that does not mean that we have not tried does it we've we've tried a lot we tried really hard this is the (laughs) fourth time we have tried this episode fourth
1: (laughs) we're idiots can you believe that we can i absolutely hundred dollars can
0: there's been some times where we've like one of us hasn't been really into it And we've had to stop it halfway and be like Hey, you sound like you want to die And that person's like, I do a bit And it's like, cool, let's record another time And then sometimes we record And then the actual recording's not working We've we've recorded 40 minutes and there's no sound And it was like, and it's
1: the-, the best episode ever It's always, always yeah, the best episode We're like, on oh, the money, we're clicking, we're clicking And mm. it's like, oh, it didn't work mm-hmm. We're like, oh, great, well, this is a waste of my life then Yeah, exactly <laughs> It's like that Jack Black song This is
0: not the greatest song in the world, no Oh, this just <laughs> tripped you. So, this is what this is, is exactly this how it is. goes. <laughs> it's exactly how it goes. I'm Jack but Black.
1: We've got how so, we Claire, Claire how, have, things how have you uh, been? How have you been? <gasps> well, mate, oh I saw you. We don't know how to do this anymore. We, so we don't know. We've completely forgotten how to podcast. We saw, we, we saw each other for the first time we in did. such a long time. We did. You came did. all
0: the way to Brisbane with your children and you visited me and you met. A dumb baby called Ari. I met
1: a dumb fat baby called Ari. He's so useless and so stupid and I love him so much. He is the every for everybody who's wondering, yes, he's the largest baby who ever lived. That baby he's like a he's like a baby sheep. Wait, no, baby sheep's a way small It's like a baby elephant. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a baby cow. so He's huge. so huge. He's um, so lovely and yeah. fat and dumb.
0: Yeah, and like any moment he'll wake up and we'll have to record this a different time,
1: which is hilarious. But it's my hobby, just recording exactly. this and never releasing it exactly. ever, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, we could never get to the end of season two, no,
0: because we're not allowed to finish. Exactly, the Ari will not
1: allow it. But it was it was so nice. I think you and I were like, oh god, is it going to be like? But it's like putting on an old old pair of shoes. <laughs>
0: That is, I, that I put is on It's the worst fit, thing it is I've the worst. ever said. <laughs> Especially because you didn't know what a baby sheep was, or a baby elephant, <laughs> or a baby cow
1: or shoes <laughs> what's happening shoes. i don't
0: know <laughs> i don't know i feel like you just got dimmer and dimmer as life has gone on but that's exactly. great claire we all have we all have uh but yes i put on old shoes this morning and so your analogy is very bad because um they were crossfit shoes and i did oh. my first ever crossfit class in a really long time and i got there and i was like these are very uncomfortable do you mind if i do the class with no shoes and he was like absolutely so fine and i don't have any skin left on the bottom of my feet anymore so that's a great, that's what it felt like when you visited.
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> That is so good. I bet everyone is super glad that they're listening. But it was lovely. Like, we, we just, like, it, there was, like, no kind of discomfort. It was just like we'd never, like, we'd seen each other just the other day. And yeah. the kids as well. It was really yeah. lovely. The girls, like, I think we were a bit nervous because, you know, Olive and Stevie have grown up so much. We're like, oh, God, like, they've put so much pressure on this friendship and, like, so much pressure on reconnecting. Like, what if they hate each other? But yeah. they were inseparable. And Stevie bawled when she had to leave. Balled. That's true.
0: Yeah. Because... They're such different people. So I thought – and also, yeah, like you said, Olive uh, Olive has spent this whole year away from Stevie – really glorifying that friendship yeah and yeah. i was like oh gosh and then i went and then it was absolutely
1: perfect it was yeah, a great it was a great lovely concert. they didn't fight at all they were just lovely and you and um, i didn't fight at all i know which was so lovely which was <laughs> a nice change uh, we uh we
0: really had huge plans for the podcast while we, we did were, we we're like
1: we're gonna do content we're gonna record but we just like was, but i'm glad that we didn't because yeah. we were talking about it and i think this is the thing with like a long distance anything at the Becomes really transactional, right? And like, you have yeah. to be so intentional with, like, okay, we're gonna do this with our time, we're gonna record the podcast and we're gonna do content. And but I was, but it was like, okay, no, actually, what's more valuable is just to hang out. Like, yeah. And it was so nice.
0: Yeah, it was, it was super nice. And I'm glad we did new content. However, um, I thought we we're gonna, yeah, I thought we we're gonna post heaps of photos or yeah. take photos. We didn't do anything. <laughs> we, didn't take a single photo. we just what? kept trying to put on old shoes. <laughs> In this
1: fit <laughs> Like sisters like, is... in Cinderella. Exactly. I'm the one with the hat. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like one of the things I've been reflecting on a lot as people do when they're you know, when they have new years is like I want I want my time this year to be more intentional and more focused because I yeah. think Last year, because of the nature of the year, God, it's so nice to say. Last year, it was really like I was, it was rushed and it was like after coming out of lockdown, and it was, it was so, um, it was about distraction rather than intentional kind of time. And like, I spent heaps of time with lots of different mates, just filling up all of my time really, really frequently. And, and just, a bit, but it was always like, let's get drunk and let's talk about shit and let's laugh and yeah. then go home. And I'll do the same thing again tomorrow. And mm. it was fun, but like, it kind of lacks meaning and it lacks kind of I don't don't know um it it lacks depth when you're just rushing like that so I really want to try to make more intentional time to see more purposeful connection and I think we did that which was really lovely yeah good on us do you have something in your eye?
0: No, I just I've got I've got a face mask on and uh, all of the fumes have gone in my eyes. Oh, so stop no. looking at me, Claire. It's
1: I, so good
0: that this podcast is in a television. I know. I've got hair dye in and a face mask on and yes. my eyes are watering so much that I can't open them. And oh, I, look
1: perfect. I look a treat. I look and that's a treat. look just a treat, as everybody knows. Bron looks perfect. Crossfit forever. So it is a new year, it is a new time, and I think both feeling pretty good yeah we but are we're here to talk about things as many times things so is we're the going to talk about we've got a theme this things? time we do? we've got a theme yeah we do it's
0: belonging oh. and oh, yeah. the first part of this episode we're talking about something that we have noticed uh in on media in the media which is sex in the city reboot mm, and back. does does it belong in this time and does it did were they, were they able to transition into a new era seamlessly and so we'll talk about that the second thing we're talking about is belonging within a much more personal sense do where do we belong and what does it feel like to not belong and how important is it to Mm. feel that sense of belonging and is it permanent yeah that's Um,
1: a great question we're so clever we are really, really clever. That's Deep. why,
0: that is why I can't open my eyes.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> so Sex and the City is back after a big gap. Everybody's been talking about it. I've watched every episode. You've watched a few. and I watched one. One. So you watch watched Correct. one. You've got better yeah. things to do with your time than I do. But the, re- the, the really interesting question is, should it have been made at all? And now yeah. that it has been made, what can it tell us about, about, Everything. Sorry, my my child is on school holidays, and right now she's gesticulating at me to um I don't know mime Stevie. I'm recording a podcast. Go away. This is Good Sheila's. We're keeping it real. Mm. You can't watch TV. Go away. I'm on the screen. You can't be on the screen. Um. So so um. We so watching it. I'm now halfway through the season. And the biggest issue I have so far, apart from how awkward it is and how the plot is ridiculous and how annoying Carrie is as a person, actually they're all so annoying, is that apparently it's been 20 years, right? 20 years have passed and there is absolutely no growth they have not grown as people at all they have not reflected on who they want to be or what they want to become it does not show that time has passed they have their their characters and their personalities have frozen in time and i just i feel like people grow and they change sure. or am yeah. i wrong bron do people no, just stay I, the same sometimes
0: people do sometimes really people definitely do stay the same but i think that the show it was such a stretch to wait 20 years and then mm. put uh, and then go okay there's things that are different. One of the four characters refuses to come back on, so we have to basically kill her off to London.
1: Mm. Uh, and uh, London is the place that people go to die. <laughs> it is the death
0: of the world, and then and also the um and one of the characters changed her hair, which was shock horror, and then the other two kind of look the same. Uh, and uh, but like the world had changed, and they had to make really huge changes in it. Like they had to like be inclusive of people yeah. of color and they had to p- perhaps um i don't know uh Try not to tokenize the the gay people in the in the in the show. But they so still much. did it, right? They like, it's still did.
1: Tokenist because they, It's still like sw- it's paper thin. It's just yeah, so but, but bad. That's what, but that's why people. No one watched it to really
0: learn anything. It was a shocking thing. It was a shocking show at the time. The word sex was used in the title, which was in oh itself it was so shocking. I remember when I was little and that came out. I was like, holy hell! I think I was fourteen. I think maybe when it came out, I was like, oh my god, this is that is so rude, I must watch it secretly <laughs> so, and learn everything so there is to know. Rude. Yeah, so rude. And so that in itself was shocking and then it just kind of got more and more and more shocking and people watched it to feel that sense of naughty familiarity. Like I've always thought that, oh, my God, Samantha, she's so crazy. I'm. You're the Samantha, I'm the Carrie. Ah, crazy. Oh, my God, the, who were you? Who were ah, you back then? It wasn't, I wasn't any one of them. I'm so sorry. Who were you?
1: Oh gosh, I think I really wanted to be, I I didn't want to be any of them, but I wanted to be all of them. But if I look back, I was super neurotic and probably am still. And um, I think I probably am the worst bits of all of them. The worst ones.
0: Well, that's what they... Yeah, the worst ones. All four of the worst ones. Well, that's what apparently it is. It's Carrie's supposed to be this main character. The other three are supposed to be facets of her personality. So, like, the traditionalist being Charlotte, being like, I really want to get married and I really want kids and I really want these things. And there's, like, the professional, like, really driven one, which is Miranda. And that was, like, unapologetically successful in her ways. And then there was, like, the really overtly sexualized part of the thing, which was, again, unapologetically driven to, to... feel satisfied in any in every situation that she was in and so Carrie these are these other three characters real or are they figments of her imagination you heard it here folks yes so (laughs) so it was so I think everyone is a bit of everything but it is people really like it was a cult it's a cult had a cult following everyone there was I remember you and I went and saw the movie we when did. it first came out
1: so like bad.
0: squealing had these horrible cosmopolitans from like greater <laughs> union and we're like
1: we're real women and then we I think we it. wore high heels like yeah. blessed like we're like we're these people these like the cheapest high heels you could find yeah the spikes are practically falling off and our feet would turn to totally lead, like like your CrossFit feet we thought it that's was right. so grown up but yeah, yeah it was it was but I think it really its a good point it's of its time right at the yeah. time it was salacious at the time it focused on kind of the bonds between women and the idea that sex could be fun but it was still striving for you know that that end goal of mating and being with the man yeah. and that, it was, that's it's still- completely
0: flawed like every show that's ever been made it is completely flawed and does not stand the test of time we loved it well from what it was but uh, like without I don't know with retrospective lens we're like oh wow that was entirely problematic and let's leave it in the past. However, there was still a pretty penny to be made from this. There is yes. people, we love nostalgia. As a, we like, do. As and we love race. looking
1: back at who we were at the yeah, time of watching. TV.
0: Totally. So there was an enormous amount of money to be made from this. So I doubt any of the, the the three characters or any of the characters that are in this show at all were like, do you know what? I really miss this show. Like they, they were just getting paid an obscene amount of money so to much do this. money. And it was such an easy thing to do. It was like the show went for years. They just had to slip on, like you said, an old pair of shoes and just be like, cool, I'm this character again for a bit for $1 billion. And they're like, cool, cool, cool. Um, and we and so to look at this and be like, have they grown? It would be stupid because why would we – if we are looking at this show as a point of nostalgia, if they had changed a lot – There would have been a complete uproar. They would have been like, she's got grey hair and she likes black people. I don't think so. Like it is, we, we had to be, it has to be as, have enough of the character's essence in them as well, but also to be like, and they're 20 years older, but it's still the show that you love.
1: I completely disagree. I think that there was such an opportunity here. There was such an opportunity for, and I I think people would have been relieved almost like to, 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 to see that people can change, right. To see that actually you don't have to be stuck in your ways that we have now reflected on as Well, they tried to do that though. They tried. They they tried to do that with things. I mean, they they didn't. In meaning, I don't think they did. So you know what would have been really poignant if they'd stopped wearing bloody heels. If they were like, oh, okay, well, we're women out of fifties, and we do actually have to worry about things like our bodies and comfort and those things are important and yet there's still there's still this clumsy old trope that heels don't you know that that, that, that they they wear heels because that's what ladies do and you know mm. that they, they don't have to dress up all the time and lunch all the time and, and the, the, the other thing is like the, the the blatant kind of consumption the consumerism they could have shifted that as well because we've moved on now to a time where we're thinking about how we engage with the world and resources and, and money and so on and so we don't have space for kind of this this culture that fetishizes things anymore and so yes of course they they always should have been more inclusive and it's great that they've got a you know a non-binary character and and women of color and so on but like it could have been so important in saying these women have grown up and never learned and they've changed but they're just stuck in a vacuum of time they're still assholes and they're still doing shitty things. Like, don't you hope that you're a better person in your 50s than you are in your 30s? Yeah, but I think you are completely
0: overestimating what this show
1: is, though. It is... Yeah, but it, like, that doesn't, of course it doesn't, it's doesn't... Like, it like, yes, it is what it is, but what it could have been, that's the shame, right? It could have been something really important, but it's just more kind of mindless, nostalgic fluff, which I'll keep but watching because I'm is. a piece of
0: shit. <laughs> yeah, so I can't watch it. It's too terrible, but I... I um and I'm embarrassed that I used to watch like you know I watch it and I'm like oh my god I can't believe I thought that this was important and there's so many other better shows it's not like I'm like turning it off and reading Yates I'm actually just like watching a different show there's too much content out there okay Claire I do not have enough time for the amount of TV I want to consume but I think that you like people are looking back to these to characters that they knew and loved and they thought that they were their friends and yes of course there are missed opportunities for make this show much more ethical than it, than it was and they have like made like small pivots to do that but i don't uh, um and but i don't think that we can be like i thought that this show was better than that because it never was and it never will be
1: right but it could but it could have been and like it's an interesting conversation kind of coming back to this idea of belonging do we have space for a show like that in in now like like post-COVID no. in the age of climate change do we still want to look at kind of three emotionally underdeveloped super privileged women totting around in heels and like endless kind of um fast fashion is there's no there's no place for it anymore and this is this is a thing it does not belong Sex and the City does not belong we'll continue to watch it though because it takes us back to a time where you know things were they seemed easier and they seemed yeah. better. Like all these things are still hovering around in the background and way worse than they were now. Like we had a real we, we we still had, you know, endemic racism. We still had we, we still had way, you know, w- massive systemic inequality. The climate was still failing, but we didn't we did, we hadn't articulated it. And so the world seemed like a surer, safer thing. I think that's what people are chasing when they watch it, watch this. It's like, oh, this was a time where things felt like it, it felt achievable that i could be a super wealthy 30 something in new york like just tottering yeah. around in my silly outfits but because now we're like we don't w- actually want to be that that's not yeah. that's not something we're aiming for anymore
0: well some people might and i think that a lot you of that, yeah and i also think that the, it like that you are assuming that the people that watch this are all the, in the same mindset as you whereas everybody they're
1: thinks exactly what they They're not that's why
0: they fact, listen to our podcast there are different bodies <laughs> no but like i think that if you were looking to this show for like points of growth or if you were looking to this show to be like you know astoundingly ethical then you would not have known this show at all and it would yeah. be it would like you know that like like i said like with them they're having like little moments being like hey we acknowledge we totally whitewashed those in like you know 15 seasons or whatever we did and then they trying really hard to do it and it is clumsy like it's super clumsy it's really awkward um and they're trying to like you know have there's a little nod towards hey we fucked up a bit mm. look we're going to appease people who have criticized this part of our show a, a tiny bit but if they were like and we're all like super you know so we we only dress in clothes from the op shops people would be like well that's I loved this show because I loved what they wore and I love this show because I love the this and I love this show they have to try and keep it in to like as yeah there's a definitive bit of fan service there you totally yeah you're totally,
1: you're totally right so you can't
0: and turn it, it just... into claire's show <laughs> now claire's show <laughs> it doesn't work claire this is it not does, your show it's not my show claire in, not. <laughs> yes, like claire in the city yes this is a clever in the city <laughs> <Ew. laughs> <perfect. laughs> <laughs> so sorry i have to go uh <laughs> So if you are if you are watching it, we would actually like to hear what you have to think. It's my my like I said this to you when you were here last. It did not matter what they did; people were still going to watch it. It's kind yeah. of like, um, it's kind of like when Dairy Milk releases a new flavor. It is easy to purchase. It's pr- like you know when they did the Vegemite flavor. Everyone's mm. like Dairy Milk and Vegemite, crazy. That's disgusting. I'll buy it because I'm desperate to see what it tastes like. And dairy milk will make their money because enough people are curious enough to buy it. And then they will not buy it again. And this is almost certainly the last season of Sex and City that's ever going to be. And if it it is not, I will eat my hat. But I think think
1: think that's the dog and the horse. horse Yeah, exactly.
0: There's one last show. So many people are going to make millions out of this everyone's going to watch it out of curiosity or nostalgia or whatever they're not trying to reinvent the wheel they're not trying to say oh by the way we're fixing every single problem we ever did in those 19 seasons in this one last season where we're missing one character they have to try and keep it as close to it as possible. And they're the dairy mite, vegemite, vegemite, dairy mite. They're dairy
1: mite. Dairy mite, might, vegemite, happy mite. Yeah, mite. <laughs> dairy mite,
0: vegemite. So that's <laughs> all it is. Everyone's going to deliver a look at it. They're going to make their money. They're going to turn it off. And if we go, but wait, you, they're going to be like, we literally don't care.
1: But I do, I do think I make, I ho- like I hope that it makes more space on telly for women who are, of that age group like and because they're, cause they're yeah. so invisible in television like you're in your 30s and then you're like ancient and there's no in between and it's, it's a it's a time for women as well where they 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 lose kind of social relevance they've gone through menopause so they're no longer baby makers that they you know that they're at the end so the, you know the, the kind of twilight years of their careers and we just we're not interested in them but they are interesting and so i i hope it doesn't work in the inverse where we're like oh wait women in their 50s are just are just the worst women in the world because mm. we we don't want to i want more content about that age group yeah great well you should make it clear. I should, as a woman in her 50s, I should. <laughs> and also, i
0: would asking Sarah Jessica Parker to do it. Sarah, listen. Sarah, listen to me. Like, <laughs> fuck off, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on belonging. a more personal belonging. level, belonging. So, the reason why we did this, um, this theme, and correct me if I'm wrong, is we've just had Christmas, and Christmas is a time where everyone is, there's a forced sense of belonging everywhere. Everyone mm. is supposed to trope back to where they came from in some, one sense or the other, or to a family that they have kind of, um, I don't know, married into or set up with or whatever. And then there is a day, or a few days, or a week, or whatever, where you are together and you belong. And I've, and it is a tricky time because a lot of people do not feel this sense of belonging they with what either the family that they're in or the family that they've, you know, their partner is in or whatever. And it is a time where we are forced to sing and smile. But for a lot who's of us, who's making
1: people sing?
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> It is his birthday. He's loud. There's Santa and Jesus standing together, yelling, "Sing, sing! You stupid idiots!" <laughs> What's your Christmas look like, Claire? <laughs> but it is like there's Christmas carols. There's Mariah Carey. There's all like there's there is music. There is glitter. There is tinsel. There is you know Christmas pud pod. And then there's like the and, there's, <laughs> and there's so much like time to, together. And I personally, I love Christmas time. But I have read enough stuff lately to be like, that's a. It would be a really trying time for people who do not love Christmas, and there is a number of reasons why people don't love Christmas. And Claire, you don't love Christmas, do you?
1: No, and I, I love I love Christmas, but it's a really hard time of year because I okay. don't belong. So so, um, my my family doesn't celebrate Christmas. They've never had it. And so when I was growing up as a kid, I never had it. And I remember it was something that I really, really desperately wanted. I really desperately... I'm going to... Okay, so I'm going to monologue. and this great bronze walked away, I could say anything. Poopoo bum bum. <laughs> no, I'm going to... Oh, still recording. Um, so um, uh, Christmas is a funny time of year for me. Um, it is unfamiliar and it always feels like it's quite out of reach you know like it's it's this lovely thing where people have connection with family and connection with you know this this lovely intimacy and sense of again belonging and um hello baby Ari Ari has joined us on the podcast he is our special guest um and so um so every year you know for the last nine or so um before one of the nights up I had it with his family and kind of cultivated in small ways that sense of belonging but then um obviously we separated and it was lovely to see them briefly for this holidays I really enjoyed it but like it was um it was fleeting it was just one night and um and the rest of the time it's kind of bumping in around to other people's houses which was lovely I had such a lovely time but nowhere that I belonged and it's it's a really it's a strange thing because you know I've thought a lot about it you know because it's been a lonely year but like it's a it's, it's such a natural human need to to connect and feel like you you belong somewhere like you are part of something bigger than you and for that connection and community to kind of support you and, and live under you and I've got beautiful friendships but there's something different about family and it's something that's quite absent in my life for lots of different reasons and something that you know I think I have been actively longing for and searching for for a really long time and so it's just a, it's always a kind of delicate and discombobulating time of year
0: yeah and I would imagine that a lot of people would have the same uh, mm. experience as you but what I find interesting is that you feel strange articulating that like it's something that has gone wrong along the way uh, and I so I think that you've talking about it right now would a lot of people would be like yeah i also find christmas really hard and i also don't have a um a, you know a really great sense of i don't know family or history with christmas behind mm. me for me to desperately look forward to this time of year
1: mm. um
0: so i think that a lot of people would feeling be feeling a, a sense of i don't know uh i don't know Something's missing around this time, yeah, and then, yeah. and every like the conversation is largely based on Christmas even now. Uh, so people often ask, "How was your Christmas?" Far more than they ask, "How was your New Year?" Or "How was, yeah. you know, how's your holidays?" A, yeah, how was how's your oh, how is how's colonoscopy? Work? Yeah, how's your shoes? And then so <laughs> and so, I think that. Uh, a lot of people would be struggling to try and find great things to say about Christmas or they would have the same generic response of yeah it's great how was yours when some for a lot of us out here
1: it uh, wasn't that great and there's such pressure as well like yes. as you said it's a sparkly glittery time of year that we're all supposed to look forward to yeah and, and it's and expensive it's, Claire. Be- it's, it's so expensive it's so expensive um, we
0: we're like we really um struggled with like because we had to pay flight, we went to Canberra and so flights were well over $1,000 and then we, you know, we had Secret Santa up here with Lucas's family so that's another $200 and then, you know, like paying to get like all of, just then all of the the nieces and nephews presents in Canberra and then like. Chipping in for Mum's present, Lucas and I were like, "Let's just not give each other presents." And then I did that evil thing where I just got him something, and then <laughs> oh. I opened nothing on Christmas Day, and I was like, "What about me?" But you know, in the end, cost. I reckon Christmas cost close to three thousand dollars,
1: which so is a, like
0: to some people that's nothing, but for a lot of us that is a lot of money. And it it's was a lot of money. It was a great. It was a super fun time, uh, but but it's. Um, it's the pressure I feel like the the, we could tone down the pressures a lot in a lot of areas
1: also like you know it's it's a complex time as well for you know for people who have challenging families that they still have to see or family dynamics that are kind of quite complicated yeah and that is an additional load of stress and anxiety coming into it and then I think going out coming out of it is really hard as well because you have to kind of Deescalate escalate and process what you yeah. what you've engaged with which is something that you might not want to engage with so often yeah. you feel an enormous amount of pressure to because you're supposed to mm. it's just there's so there's so much expectation and maybe I don't know maybe I should be a little bit more grateful that I I don't have that because like there's no one you know like I'm just like every year floating around to somebody else's Christmas which is great but like I don't have to kind of live up to anything but I would really like to have to live up to something <laughs>
0: Yeah. Look, I think I think you you don't have to be grateful for anything. I don't know. That that I think that's another th- weird sense of uh, pressure that we put on Christmas. It's like you must be grateful for all of the things. It's like you don't have to do that right then. Do that whenever the fuck you want. And also, I reckon this year would have been really tricky because the borders opened and people had to go back mm. and see their families in all you know, the state that they were in after the pan- you know, after the worst, hopefully, of the pandemic. Mm. So people were kind of shells on themselves or people were like quite bit either broken or or um too too excited or really just like really not looking forward to it so it was a year where our fingers were really off the family pulse for a lot of us anyway especially interstate families Mm -hmm. and then coming together and being like now have fun it kind of felt like putting heaps of different breeds of dogs in a in a pen and being like they're all <laughs> best be friends fine. yeah it'll be yeah what could go wrong that one might eat that one and that one is i think chewing its own leg off but <laughs> they're all the same and so it it really it, it was a i, I imagine there would have been i was a bit nervous about this christmas because of that i thought oh if there's ever going to be a year where everything goes wrong off, it's going to be this one it's going to be this one we haven't seen each other enough and it, it's quite overwhelming you add heaps and heaps you have buckets loads of champagne and and um, it it becomes it comes and like kids you know like we've got a lot of kids in our family so there was you know you have to deal with the personalities um, that have emerged since that you know since two years ago and that and that could, that was also something that was made me a bit nervous uh, but we amazingly pulled it off we had a great christmas um uh, and i'm sure we're all quite nervous about it but i imagine there's a lot of listeners out there who perhaps that's sorry who perhaps <laughs> had um a christmas that wasn't that awesome and if you did i don't think that you should feel particularly devastated by that because I imagine it would be been quite a popular experience right now. Yeah,
1: especially after the year that was. And, you know, like it's a time where you reflect a lot on the year and, you know, particularly for people down here and in Sydney – and you know it, it's been it's been it's been last year was really hard and yeah. um, I, I remember it was sitting I was, I, so the first night i was at you guys' house was new year's eve and we're sitting around we're having a lovely drink and i just had this moment of going oh my god mm. i'm really traumatized yeah. i remember it was just like this like this moment of of just realizing like how much I had changed, and how much this year the experiences this year had changed me. And I think it's a really common one where we're kind of flung, we've been flung back into socializing yeah. and Christmas and holidays and things. And it's like, actually, I'm not the same person, I don't have the same resilience. I don't have the same ability to engage. I've got a lot to go before I'm ready or myself again, and it was it was a really discombobulating. Like I, like we had a conversation about it, and you and um and you're like, oh, I don't think you've changed that much, but I think then as the few days go on, went on, you're like, oh, okay, maybe you have a little bit.
0: No, I still I still stand by that. I feel like you're the same to me. especially – uh but. Uh, you were far more aware of the way that you were presenting and I only hmm. noticed that when you were like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not myself. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're fine. Get on with it, Claire. <laughs> avoid 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 and then um but yeah i think that you've definitely noticed much more than i did uh which doesn't surprise either of us to be honest <laughs> no, it uh, yeah it but not. yeah so i reckon that that feeling that you had of being like oh gosh i'm so different now and everyone must be worried about me or thinking or oh, what happened to her or i miss the old version of her uh you were not alone obviously claire had that feeling Um, and but perhaps people didn't notice it as much as you did so I think that this all this time of forced self-reflection has
1: I feel like that is continuing so much way too much like you nobody should spend so much time alone and in their heads as we've had to but like I mean now it's a new year and I'm so relieved I really feel like this is going to be a really good year do you have anything that you're like what do you want to achieve what do you want to what do you want to be Um, an elephant, a baby elephant. A baby elephant, hello.
0: No, I want to be, yeah, hello. Uh, I want to uh, be, I want to be, I want to keep moving with the same, like, ferociousness that I that i had in 2021 Mm. i really feel like even with this theme even though i'm in a completely different city and this and this probably won't be our forever city you know there's things i don't know where our forever city is i even hate that term forever city fuck that term but i i feel like i really belong in where in the life that i'm in i Mm. really feel like a sense of um ambition and like peace with where I am even though it is you know the, you know getting up on stage and having a baby all of these things are quite unsettling you know, um, and unpredictable and all of the things that people would really not associate peace with but I've, I really love I really love where I am in my life right now and I hope mm. that that feeling lasts for longer than um, than just one year yeah Yeah,
1: i'm sure it will i mean you're very you're very focused and i was saying to you guys when i was up there i've never seen you guys like as a family so content so happy like so connected it was really lovely i think you guys have found the right way of being like you really really have it it works for all of you really well what about you
0: where, um, what do you? Where do you? What do you want to be, Claire?
1: <laughs> um, I, I just I want to be like as I was saying, you know, more present and more intentional with like my the way that I connect and the way that I interact with people and the way that I use my time. I've got lots of like lots of little projects that I'm going to work on um and you know like just just getting getting back into like fun spaces you know like you know looking at romance yeah <laughs> you know, good, on you. good on me good on me yeah yeah and just yeah just being just being more like just being more purposeful with my time mm-hmm. not not so much kind of rushing and you know getting you know drinking and 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 just just slowing down a little bit and being really intentional and i've been doing that for the last couple of days in a really different way and doing things like putting time limits on my phone so it's like you can use screen time to say okay you're only going to spend you know 20 minutes a day on social media and, and 10 minutes a day on you know the news apps and so on just to limit the way that you interact with your phone. And if you go over the time your phone tells you and you have to like choose to go over the time that you've decided to do, which lets you kind of be aware of just how much time you're spending staring into a little box yeah, and I reckon last year I spent the entire bloody
0: year doing it pretty it. much. Yeah, like I noticed you were on your phone much more than you used to be. I remember mm. you used to come over to my house in in when I lived in Melbourne and you would put it on this bench, like a white like arc out of arm's reach, and you would forget mm. it and for the whole time we were chatting. But this time and this is not a criticism, like I had to completely understand why. Uh, because you just went through a whole pandemic with your phone being a lot of the time part of your only company. So yeah, like it is exactly. it was like it's like an extension of you now. And So I noticed this time your phone was uh, was much more, um, you were much more on your phone this time than usual. And I wasn't like, I wasn't upset or I'm not like, it wasn't like, oh my God, I didn't feel like it was anything to do with me. But I reckon a lot of people would have come out, especially Melbourne or Sydney lockdown, and been like, wow my phone way more than usual it's far, I'm far more addicted to this thing than I was before
1: way more because you're right it was like the only way to kind of reach the yeah. outside world and connect with other people yeah. and I realized like I used to be really really good at just not being yeah. on it mm. and now I'm on it a lot and mm. it's not good for anybody it's not good for your mental health it's not good for your well being it's not good for focus of concentration it's just become a really ingrained yeah. habit so it's like I'm really going to work on just not being on my bloody phone
0: yeah and I'm going to not be on um uh i i don't know i don't know what i'm addicted to (laughs) (laughs) maybe the wines cut back on the wines (laughs) that's my um okay all right ari's about to make this another disastrous episode but that was the end of season two. There will it be a wasn't. season three. We will we be will. far more, uh, I guess, like we'll be far more consistent uh, this Organize. year. We're going to have
1: guests. We've got a, a stunning lineup coming okay. for you. We're going to take a couple of weeks to recombobulate, settle in, and then we'll be back for season three. Yeah. Season three of this silly, silly, silly show. Silly thing. All
0: right, thanks for listening. Silly We've been good Sheila's. Love you. Bye. Goodbye.